today it is me and my Gen Con adventures. This is Dysology, episode 12. This is Dysology, the podcast about tabletop games, and we talk to the people that play them. Big mad love to new Patreon members, Stentor Danielson and 1D4 Cast Podcast. Welcome to the Patreon Horde, Gen Con 2019. I went in with two things planned and I ended up doing a lot of different things. So right out of the gate, I got to play Ravenous, the new vampire game from Magpie Games that they're, they have in development. So we're kind of play testing through that. Um, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. I got to play or demo a game called Batman Ninja based on an anime. I never saw it, but I will start watching it. Uh, I'm curious about it. The artwork on the cards is fabulous. Uh, that's what, what drew me in. Sitting down, playing. <clears throat> kind of got a little complicated. Uh, and the demo was a little bit rushed. But you get a uh, an exclusive uh, kind of mini deck and uh, the game rules. So I'll go through that. There was a lot there that was interesting. After that, I ran Burning Wheel over at Games on Demand. Uh, I had Kickstarter backers for my Biacer's Light Zine that had backed at a level uh, where I ran a game for them. Uh, they played Rodin uh, with a Nest in Crisis, and uh, we played four hours like, like regular game on, Games on Demand sessions. They got to throw down with a giant spider, um, and, uh, murder. They murdered a, uh, a dwarf, uh, to free their, uh, or the supposedly free, they thought they needed to free their, uh, fellow city rodent. So that was a good game. I got to get in on a Pathfinder 2 demo, which was very interesting. Um, the demo was an hour. You sign up for it. Um, it focused mainly on the Pathfinder combat, uh, you can see where they made attempts to speed up uh, combat, in my experience, 5th uh, edition and, and Pathfinder to an extent. Uh, when combat starts, that could be a big chunk of your session. And uh, I think some of the new rules in Pathfinder 2 uh, were looking to fix or, or address that issue. I don't know overall how well, because we spent the whole hour in combat, but again, there were six people at the table too, so that may have gone differently with a smaller group and folks that, that knew the rules or understood the rules. But it looked interesting to me, uh, different enough from what we're used to out of uh, the D&D rule set. I did a demo with my brother, uh, another CCG, Argent Saga, uh, that was pretty fun, uh, a lot of lore, um, I don't know. Um, uh, there was a lot to take in, and so I'm not sure I got it all. Um, we ended up with a promo deck, but I'll I'll go through the rules to figure out uh, is there is there fun there. So we uh, ran into some Space Marines. We got pictures of that. I'll post them in the show notes. That was fun. Spent some time chatting up the folks at the Burning Wheel headquarters. Uh, picked up. Misery and Misfortune, and got Luke Crane to sign that for me. 
and talked with Adam Coble a little bit about uh, Fantasy Flight Games Genesis system. Uh, he's using it for a cyberpunk uh, game. Um, and it was interesting to talk to, to him about his experience with it. I got to sit down and interview Mike Pondsmith. We talked about Cyberpunk 2013 through the Project Red Jumpstart Kit. Uh, we talked about a little bit about the 2077 video game, uh, Mechton. We talked a bit about Mechton and his background from uh, the early years of playing games, what he's currently playing, uh, and then just game design in general. Uh, in his path to the Mike Pondsmith we know and love today. Uh, that was fun. That was awesome getting to uh, sit down and talk with Mike and uh, our Talsorian crew. Uh, very nice people. I enjoyed that. I hope I get to catch up with them uh, later on sometime. That interview is in editing. Uh, I hope to cut that loose Thursday for Diceology. So stay tuned. I ran Urban Shadows for Magpie Games. Uh, I think, and you may correct me, I think they've grown a lot at Gen Con. Uh, my understanding is they're second in size to the Pathfinder rooms, which is huge. So that's a lot of volume and a big congratulations to those folks. They uh, also released some new ash cans of games that are in development and uh, word that they're releasing a... Uh, Urban Shadows 2 in 2020, which is exciting. Uh, but I ran a Urban Shadows game uh, focused on uh, an ex-girlfriend, Faye. She was now a wraith looking to cross back over into the mortal realm to get revenge on her old flame, uh, another Faye character. Uh, and all that came out of the general character setup of uh, Urban Shadows. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I got to play Free Spacer with Christoph Sapinski. My brother picked that game over at Games on Demand. We chose the Mercenary Contract, uh, and that was a lot of fun. That was a nice, crunchy game. It's a dice pool system. Uh, it's crunchy. Uh, I like that, though. Christoph will come on to the Diceology podcast, and we'll talk some more about his game. I picked it up, uh, both that and the uh, kind of a playset supplement. Um uh, we spent Sunday, most of Sunday, running around the vendor hall. Uh, I got a demo of the God's Forge card game at Atlas Games. That was a lot of fun. Um, I picked up the box. The box, as always, the art is beautiful. Uh, flipped it over. Essentially, you're playing uh, spellcasters. The object of the game is to murder all the other spellcasters, or be the least murdered spellcaster left. Uh, so we ran through a full demo, uh, three players. Uh, what's cool or unique or different, um, what happens is you're casting creatures, casting enchantments, their spells. Uh, there are dice to determine how much resources you have to put cards into play. Uh, you can only attack, in general, the person to your left, which means you're only defending to the right. There's some cards that will change that rule. The process for uh, gathering resources, placing your cards, uh, the attack sequence and uh, is straightforward, um, kind of ritual, uh, which is very nice. Uh, our in-game state was we all ended up 
murdered. Uh, I think that last round, everyone killed everyone. Uh, I was the least killed of the bunch, which was cool. That was nice. Um, I picked that game up. That was fun. At that same booth, uh, Atlas Games, they had a uh, bundle deal, discount deal going on for Over the Edge. So I grabbed that and I ended up with uh, two copies of Over the Edge, uh, the regular copy and the deluxe copy, and a box bundle of uh, 50 bucks worth of, I think, Over the Edge product. I haven't opened it yet, uh, so I'll talk about that later once I get that open and look through there. Um, I also picked up Sage's Sage Latoura new game, Catch the Devil. Um, I was hoping to get to play that, and I missed out on some runs of that. I had a uh, impulse buy. I demoed Stars or Star Saga by the folks that make Dungeon Saga. Uh, that game also was a lot of fun. My brother and I played in the demo, and uh, again, that was an impulse buy mainly because they would ship uh, the discounted bundle that they had to me. There was no way I was going to be able to get that in my luggage and bring it home, uh, if not for shipping. Uh, that might not have been a purchase, but uh, but they were also marking it down. So uh, it was almost like 50% off. So that was awesome. During my run through the vendor hall, I got to look at and chat up some of the artists that have uh, their artwork on display out there. That's not a thing I ordinarily do. Um, again, traveling out there by plane, it's hard to take prints or frames or anything like that back with you. Um, so usually I will browse and then move on. But this time around, I was uh, interested in commissioning art for my Madlands, Into the Madlands Kickstarter. And so I got to look a little closer, uh, have some conversations with some of the different artists that were there. And that was that was pretty neat. Something very new for me. And I'm excited to see uh, where that goes and how that turns out. Overall, uh, it was an incredible, fun time at uh, Gen Con, um, catching up with old friends. Uh, again, I had a great time because my brother came out as well. Uh, I think there are uh, conversations I've been in where we talk about Gen Con and how huge it is. Um, and it is expensive. It gets pricey in some parts. All the downsides, uh, the crowd, the volume. Um, but I get out there like this time and I think if you stacked a deck for me it was uh, having one or two things I was looking forward to that I was excited about getting into my brother coming out so you know you partnered up with someone who also uh, wants to check out some stuff uh, you do things together he got in some games on his own pace yourself right uh, there were plenty of times we took a time out went and got drinks got a good meal in Walked around, talked with other folks, socialized, uh, got into the games we wanted to play, uh, not trying to chase everything down. There was so much stuff I did not see or did not get into. Um, and I'm cool with it, right? Because I picked the one or two things that I wanted to do, I was excited about doing, and everything else was kind of bonus. Uh, this trip, I did more demo games than I've ever done for any con, and that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed doing that. Uh, so I got exposed to a bunch of different games that I might not otherwise have have done because I'm chasing uh, or I've got this rigid schedule. Uh, not all the games are fun, right? So you heard me hesitate about our Argent Saga. 
And uh, like I said, it, maybe it's just not for me because there's a lot of stuff I didn't pick up on. I certainly had a crowd of folks waiting to get in on demos. So don't let me run you off from that game uh, just because it didn't click for me. So the moral of the story is, uh, at least for me, partner up. Uh, pick a handful of things, two or three things that uh, is that you grok, that's, that you know, you're trying to get into. And... Uh, Run the marathon, not a not not the sprint. Even when I left Sunday, uh, I was ready to leave, but I wasn't exhausted. Right? Uh, it was uh, at that moment when you know it's time to walk away, and uh, and it was great. Uh, I spent some time at the airport. My flight got delayed. Uh, I got home. And, uh, I was energetic. No drop. No sadness. Uh, none of that stuff. I I got right into work. Uh, I was energized, and so uh, if I could figure out how to bottle that up. And do that all the time. That would be amazing. That would be fantastic. I think next up for me is RenCon in October. Um, we'll do my local game day in September. Uh, but then RenCon in October. And then Big Bad Con. Mad love to the Games on Demand folks for accommodating my schedule. And for hosting my by Easter's Light Burning Wheel game. I appreciate those efforts. And a big shout out to Magpie Games for hooking my brother up with a game while I was running the game. I appreciate that. Also, a big shout out to Dave Turner. That dude turned out to be amazing, so I'm glad I got to meet him in real life. We hung out for a little bit. Uh, he's from the Indie Game Reading Club, so if you know somebody in there, they might be able to get you in. That's my show. Thanks for listening. Dysology is sponsored by listeners like you. Join my Patreon and get access to extended interviews and bonus episodes. Send your comments to me at madj at dysology.com or on Twitter at go Dysology. Let's make this our regular thing. <laughs>